I had a wonderful boss back then. His name was Dan Fowler, and he was such an encouraging mentor to me. And the two things that I, I mean, the, I learned so much from him, but the two mm-hmm. big takeaways from him were plan your work and work your plan. Every single day, Uh you have to plan that list and then work that list. And Uh it seems like such a simple concept, but it really is true. And as you guys know, as organizers, when things are planned out and things are have a systematic way of of working, it really makes your day. It just, it takes away all the outside and you're like, nope, this Uh is my plan. This is what I'm doing. I'm not going to veer from it. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow. I'm not going to worry about yesterday. Today, this is the plan. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. Hey, we are so excited today. We have our very first guest. Yes, we're interviewing Lisa Trigstead from Neat Freak McKinney, and we're so, so excited to talk to her. Uh, She's going to be joining us a little bit later. Yeah, later on in this episode, we're going to bring her on. So, yeah, how was the week? It was a crazy week, wouldn't you say? Crazy week, but a good week because it's my birthday this weekend. Ooh. Ooh, that's right, your birthday. When we're recording this episode, it's Stetson's birthday. It's this weekend. Yes. So I went up to an early birthday dinner with my dad because he's not to be here, and we went to Bohemian, which is that's a, a new local restaurant. Yeah, a local mine. restaurant in Grants Pass. Yeah. They have amazing outdoor seating. Amazing out there, and it's so nice right now because during the day it's super hot, but then right downtown it's all shaded, and you can sit outside, and there's a nice breeze. So we sat out there for like three hours. But it's really? a new favorite of mine. Yeah. yeah. So tell me what you loved about this time. Okay, well, I've only been there twice. And last time I went, I got this really good salad, which was amazing. And then I also got this carbonara pasta, which was so good. And it had, like, peas and vegetables in it. But the sauce was, like, super creamy. And so this time we went, and everyone kept talking about the Ahi Tower. They said, you got to try the Ahi Tower. you got to try the Ahi Tower. Tower. And I'm not really, like, a big fish person like I love sushi but as far as like ordering fish on the menu I never would you know why I think that is because we ate too much fish because I made up. you eat too much fish growing up well your dad used to go fishing in Alaska like every day and well he went a couple times a year. he went once a year he went once a year but, but it, it felt killed like the no. freezer and then it was yeah sometimes. well we had didn't we have like a freezer or like two freezers in the garage or something and yeah and you guys were fish. eating halibut and salmon I feel like that's it's like a foodie Oh, it's great for you, oh, and it's that. super expensive. Like, if you try to order salmon in a restaurant, you're looking like at a thirty dollar plate. But you fish? guys were spoiled, so you had to eat salmon and halibut like once a week. Once a week, yeah. So maybe I'm just tired of it. I think that's why. <laughs> so I'm blaming it on you, Dad. But and and your dad would say how spoiled you, how lucky you guys were that you had that all the time. 
mm-hmm. know, because mm-hmm. it was in the freezer. He came home, he, he fished it, it was fresh. Mm-hmm. They did the flash freeze on it, so it was super fresh and super amazing when we uh, yeah. picked it up. Yeah, I think I'm just tired but of it. But I fed it to you too much. So anyway, back to the Ahi Tower. So everyone kept talking about the Ahi Tower, and I was like, well, it's fine, it's my birthday, but you guys can get it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I said, you know, I'm all for trying new things, so we got it, and it's like an appetizer. And I was like, I'll probably have one bite of it and then just let the guys eat the rest. And Lori was the same. My stepmom, she was the same way. She's like, I don't like fish. I won't eat it. But anyways, we got the Ahi Tower, and it came beautifully on a plate. So it was a circle of rice, green onion, and... Didn't you say it had avocado on it? Avocado. And then, like, really good, like, kind of teriyaki sauce. And then this seared Ahi tuna on top. And then it had... Cool little, you know how they do the decor. The drizzle. Yeah, with the wasabi, and then they had a side of sauce. So, oh my gosh, it was so good. I can hardly it, wait to go back to Bohemian to get You didn't it. go last night? No, we went to Umi Sushi oh. Jacksonville. Oh, Umi Sushi's good, though. Yeah, we decided we needed to get away. My knee was killing me, and I just needed a break. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm, I'm having problems with my knee, guys. Just, I don't know. Looks like a balloon. It's, like, it's like twice the staring, it it's staring at it right now. It's like twice the size of what it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and it's from that torn ACL, if you've looked at, listened to previous episodes. Yeah. But, you know, really COVID got to it. I think I just didn't work it enough. So I'm well, I think it everyone got out of their routine. Yeah. I just talked to someone on Instagram today, and they said that their gyms are still closed. Oh, my God. I can't remember what area she's in, but she said they opened for two weeks, and then they closed back down. Oh, my goodness. See, we feel pretty lucky here in Southern Oregon. Yeah. And our gyms are staying open. And our gym's, like, really clean. They yeah, we go to Club Northwest yeah. on Grants Pass. Amazing gym. Super clean. I mean, everyone wears masks. They have these, like, installed, what they have at hospitals that, like, purifies the air. So they have those everywhere around the they gym. They do. And they have sanitizing stations all over. We can get the mm-hmm. sanitizing wipes. And they have pre- or self-cleaning strips that they have on every door handle. Door handle, yeah. Yeah. So they're pretty good. But back to the ahi. It was really good. Back to the and birthday dinner. there wasn't enough. And I would go there again and eat a whole ahi tower to myself. Like, that's how good it was. I was so that's surprised. That's what you wanted to perfectly <laughs> seared. Like, it didn't taste like fish. And it was, like, kind of the wasabi was kind of, like, it was kind of, like, creamy in a way. Oh, like, it wasn't, like, traditional. Like, maybe they mixed it with something. Probably. Oh, it was so good, though. It was the ahi, like, crisp. You know, yes. those crispy edges. Yes. Crispy edges. And it was, like, sweet with yeah. the sauce. So it was so good. And then I had... Mm. This flat, this Greek flatbread, which was really good too, with tzatziki sauce on the side. And then they didn't have my favorite lemon meringue. No, they didn't um, have your key lime my pie. Key lime pie. Oh no! I was like lemon meringue. No, it's not. It, they had the best key lime pie. It's so refreshing. And they were out. The and first we were time we went there together, the like had... just for fun. Yeah. Because Lori, when she goes out, my stepmom, she always orders two huge glasses of water with lemon because. No, no glass is good enough. But granted, the glasses <laughs> that we had were very small. They were kind of like socket glasses, I feel like. But that's but, No, we were making fun of the waiter. It's just all fun. But yeah. because we're like, do you remember from last time? Like, we love the pie. And remember Lori? She ordered like these two huge glasses Some of big water. water glasses. With lemon. Don't forget the lemon. Anyway, so we had that. But instead of dessert, or instead of the key lime pie, we had a white chocolate it was like multiple kind of chocolates, like a swirl brownie. With, oh, a brownie? Swirl yeah. Brownie, brownie swirl with vanilla iceberg. So that was good. Um, and then I got some gifts. So we did that, which was really fun. And then it's just been work, work, work. Oh, my gosh. Pretty much. Yeah. And then we have, I don't know about the rest of you. 
out there, you listener, if you have an office of your own, do you have COVID weeds growing outside of your yeah. office? So we had been and away from the office. In your office. I we mean, had ants in the refrigerator. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. We, but it's it been better. But better. then you made the mistake to put the ant trap in the refrigerator. And so it literally attracts so the next day. I know that was Instead of a hundred ants, there's like a thousand ants <laughs> in the fridge. We have a mini fridge in our, one of the rooms in our office. We have a little like kitchen area with a microwave so we can heat up food and keep things cold. Yeah. And there was like a thousands of ants in the fridge. But, but the other smart thing I did was I took the trap out and I set it yeah. next to the refrigerator and then they left. And then they left. They vacated the refrigerator. So, and there were a few left that I wiped out, but there weren't very many. Most of them had come Well, out. they were dead. Well, they kind of got too cold, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they got in the ant trap, I guess. So, but we have had our share of spiders and dust and ants, but things have come under control. It's like they know we're here more now. Maybe. So they've left the we premises. We moved some furniture in, yeah. Yeah, that helps. So anyway, we had our landscaper guy who, he actually maintains my yard. And he does things for us for our relocations. He moves plants around for us from A to B because the moving company will not move potted trees. They'll move a house plant, barely, but they don't want to have any responsibility to any potted trees. So we have somebody who does that for us. And he came out, he looked at the office on Monday. We we're talking about putting some bark around and cleaning it up. And there's a big pile of crabgrass that's going to take a lot of attention. It's like it's going to be repeat spray, is what I found out. Mm. But we're looking forward to having our front part of our, you know, where people see our office. Yeah, because right look now. better because there's some ginormous weeds out there right now. They're like yeah. taller than I am, and I'm like 5'9". Yeah, and our and our office is right on the corner where everyone can see. Yeah, basically. So we're getting it cleaned up, and within a couple of weeks it should be done. Yeah, and then we just moved into our new podcast studio. We're well, I guess so we should say excited. we set it up. So yeah. we have in our office we have four different rooms. So we have one room for where we actually do our work. So we have computers in there, and then we have another corner room where we use for like photos and like planning, and then we have a bigger room where now. It's all of our storage, so we have all of our boxes, moving supplies, um, marketing stuff, and, and then our kitchen. kitchen in there. So now, where our storage room used to be, we're sitting in it right now. Used to be it, right? There. Is our new podcast room. And we went and bought a small couch. I'd say a love seat. Yep, we got a great couch, blue pillow, gold pillow, blue, really blue fun chair. blue chair. Oh, that chair is like a royal blue. Royal blue, and then a really cool rug. It's like gray and gold. And yeah. then a photo. And then it's we got have some it. black in our rug too. Right. It's really nice. And so we brought in as many soft surfaces as we could find for now <laughs> to try and help with the echo. And we really sets in for, for this episode. She actually went in and got a few stacks of cardboard boxes. To try and help a little bit more. Because it's just so I mean the ceilings in here are pretty tall. And we have a hard floor. Hard floor everywhere. And so but we're we're working on it. We're working on it. We still need to hang up. We've tried, we've tried two times to hang up our phone panels with tape. Failed every time. They, uh, yeah, we had different kinds of tape. So now we're going to go double stick tape. Yeah. And those which will we're stay probably going to sure. have to do, but and we then, have the cleanup from it. That's why we're waiting, but that's what we're going to have to do. Right. And we hung a whiteboard in here for planning. And then I, and then we're still waiting on the microphone. So that will be like the next, the last big purchase and I think our studio will be set up and then hopefully that will help a little bit with the echo too. It should. It should yeah. have the capabilities. But maybe it sounds good. We're not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Let us know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know how echoey we sound because last podcast we had pieces of foam curled over our faces. Yeah, this time 
we do not. We're just using our, still using our Apple headphones. Mm -hmm. But it seems okay. Yeah. Okay, we're so excited. Lisa. Okay, we have our very, very first guest, Lisa Trigstead. Did I say your, your last name correctly? Yes, ma'am. For the longest time, literally, I think we told you this, for the longest time, we thought your last name was McKinney. Everybody we all did. Because even, <laughs> so, so, so Lisa's a professional organizer. We're going to dive in. We're so, so excited to have her on. The first time we met you in person was at the How To Summit last year. Yes. Um, which is something that the Home Sort Sisters put on. That was a year ago. A year you know, ago. It was a year ago no. in October. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget because I've never met another Stetson. And I remember telling you, oh my gosh, your name is so beautiful. Like I've never met another one. So I remembered you from, because we met so many people that weekend. Yes. That so I never many. forgot you because of your beautiful name. Oh, cool thank name. you. And everyone always asks me because they're like, oh, you have to have such a cool story of how you got your name. Yeah. It's yeah. the boring, it's the most boring story ever. <laughs> no. Can okay. we tell the story tell now? The story. Okay. Tell the story. So the story is, we lived in Arizona. Stetson's dad and I lived in Arizona at the time. And Stetson's older sister and older brother were already born. And in the summer heat, the Arizona summers, you cannot take your child to a park. You can't take them to play at an outdoor facility no matter what time of day. It's just too hot. Even 6 o'clock in the morning, it's too hot. So we used to take them to a McDonald's play structure. And they had this indoor tower with slides and balls. And so yes. they were pretty little. So they were just playing in the ball area. But we, Stetson's dad and I were sitting on a bench watching the kids play. And up in the structure, up in the play structure, was a, a little boy. And the mom was in there. She goes, okay, Stetson, it's time to go. And he was probably about eight years old. So... My husband and I looked at each other and said, you know, if we ever have another child, let's name him or her <laughs> Stetson. And that's it. You know, you'd think it would be a, no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> like I, I woke up in a cowboy hat or something. Yeah. <laughs> you married a cowboy who wore Stetson hats. No. It wore Stetson perfect name, cologne. And Thank you. Yeah, Thank that's you. what it, it was inspired in a McDonald's play structure. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, so. We are just thinking at the, the how-to summit. We met you for the first time. I think they even introduced you as, like, Lisa McKinney, I feel like. And that's why we thought it was your name this whole time. Like, I feel like they were advertising it. Um, but your your Instagram name, your business name is Meet Free Potenti. And, I mean, we, we're so excited to just dive in. So the, the One Crazy Journey podcast, I mean, you, you said you've been keeping up with it. We decided to completely rebrand our company and go on this crazy journey. And I feel like everyone – that has either started our business. I mean, everyone in life, I feel like, just has a crazy story. Like, there's always things that happen. There's ups, there's downs, there's failures. So we're kind of going through and documenting it all. Yeah. And we're so excited to talk to you about your journey. Because your story is kind of crazy, too. Yeah. How you got to meet Freak. Yes. It's just, you know, the way it started and the way it ended up. And it's just, yeah, it has been a crazy journey, and I love it. So do you want me to tell you? Yes, we yeah, love to Tell hear. us a little bit about yourself, you know, and, and I know that's all part of your crazy journey. So yeah, yeah, tell us. Well, I grew up in beautiful Idaho, which I know you guys, my husband was born in Oregon. So I feel like I already feel a Northwest connection with you girls. Oldest of seven, was given a ton of responsibility growing up. My youngest brother was born when I was 14. So just a lot. My mom just relied on me a lot to help her. And so growing up with a lot of responsibility, I feel like 
helped me develop time management skills and learn how to run a home. I just feel like I had a great beginning there at home. So fast forward, I went to college, studied marketing, got my big girl job at a radio station. It was a dual radio station, country music on one side and top 40 on the other <laughs> side. And it was such a fun job going, getting to go to all these concerts. And, and then I still had, you know, advertising clients and wrote commercials. It was just a really fun job. And that's how I met my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, through a radio remote. I don't even know if they do those anymore. But anyways, then we get married and we move to Texas and our family, our kids are going to school now. And I did not want to go back into radio marketing, especially in Dallas. I didn't know. I just didn't know where I was. It was all too many unknowns. Totally unknown. And I just, so I stayed home for a couple of years and just was a mom. And that was really rewarding. And then when my kids went to school full time, I wanted to be on the same schedule as they were, and I was offered a job at their school to teach second grade. So that kind of started my 17-year journey of teaching. Wow. That's a long time. I guess I didn't realize it was that long that you were a teacher. I was. That's great. Second grade. And then in 2006, when my daughter graduated high school and was going off to college, life as I knew it just kind of changed overnight. And I just wasn't prepared Mm -hmm. for that drastic change in life as I knew it. Um, and my friends had always encouraged me. I had all, always helped my friends and people that I knew get organized or they would come to my house and they would be like, oh my gosh, look at your refrigerator. Come and help me. You know, that person. And so I just loved it, but I loved helping my friends. It came yeah. twice. No, it was a, I feel like we're all born with a gift and that mm-hmm. was my and so in 2006, my friends just really encouraged me to start an organizing business. Well, this was before social media. Mm, mm-hmm. Only for college kids at that time. So I had little business cards made up, you know, at. And what year was this? 2006? 2006. So I had my little business cards made up and I made like photocopies of my <laughs> yeah. little, you know, and then we I was, did things differently back in 2006 oh and it wasn't that long ago, but it was such no. a different world. No, mm-hmm. And the reason I did that is because we had built a home and whenever we would go to check on the house, there would be like the window people would have taked a card or the yeah. blind, the blind mm-hmm. person had taken the card. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to put my organizer card in all these homes. I'm like, one of my best friend's husband was a, is still a custom home builder. So I thought, I'll just go in with him. Well, fast forward two months, and my husband gets transferred to Colorado. So just oh. put everything on the shelf, moved to Colorado, lived there. I'd always wanted to live there. Plus, it felt like we were closer to home. And I, I just love the mountains. I love the Four Seasons. That's the thing I miss the most about living in Texas. But, mm-hmm. but we moved you don't to have the Four Seasons there? Yeah. <laughs> you have two seasons, kind of like Arizona? <laughs> yes. That's what Hot you said. I'm like, that's what we're doing right now. Although there's no play structures open for us to go to. Right. <laughs> so my grandkids, exactly. you know, they just, we just take turns going to each other's house. So they have a different place to play. That's all you can do. That's all you can do yeah. right now. So I worked in the school district up there and it was really a neat experience because I went at first, I just put my name into sub just so I could have something to do. My son, our son was going to be a junior in high school. 
So I was offered, or I did a long-term sub at a special needs, they call it differently abled now, but that's mm-hmm. what it was called then. It, it was a school for 18 to 21 year old kids. And they, I did like a long-term sub there and then they offered me a job. And it was a really neat experience to work with that age group of those really neat kiddos yeah. and help them learn life skills. So we taught mm-hmm. them how to load the dishwasher. We taught them mm-hmm. how to like fold clothes out of the, you know, do laundry. And it was a really mm-hmm. neat experience. So this is my crazy story. So the second year I was there, the school was gifted a school bus and they asked that there was a few of us teachers there and they asked if, for a volunteer to learn how to drive the school bus. You had to go get your commercial driver's license. And of course I raised my hand. So. <laughs> was it a big school bus or was it one of those littler school? Full size it was a full, full like, on yellow school bus. Maybe yes. a semi-truck driver license. Yes. To drive. Oh my <laughs> you know, a ramp for the wheelchair kiddos to yeah, get up. Right. So for the whole summer before school started, I went to bus driving school. And it was, I know I'm like, this is so weird. So I got my commercial driver's license and I drove a school bus. And so we would, oh, and the biggest thing was, is to pass my test, I had to parallel park the school bus. No way. I could really (laughs) parallel park my normal car. When I got my driver's license, I was taking the test. That was like the hardest thing. Yes, I think to like apart. my boyfriend yes. helped me learn how to do it. He would steer the <laughs> steering wheel for me and be like, "Okay, now let's turn it the other way." Do the brakes. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" It well, was like, well, they, hopefully they put cones and not like obstacles. Right. No, they did. <laughs> they they definitely used the orange cones, but I passed it. I dropped that test, oh my and gosh. my husband was like, "Way to go, babe!" So then we used that school bus to take the kiddos and we taught them how to grocery shop and we would take them to the grocery store with a list and they had money and they had, so Uh it was just a really neat experience. So then when our daughter started having grandbabies, I was just dying to get back to Texas. So my husband transferred back to Texas and we moved. And then I worked in the preschool at our church for about six years of those 17 years of teaching. And then in 2017, after the Marie Kondo book had come out Mm -hmm. and everything was, I just thought to myself, I really want to try this. I just, this is the time in my life that I just have nothing to lose. So I woke up in June of 2017 and I just said, this is the day. (laughs) I love that. And I had an Instagram business page and a Facebook business page and I gave away four free jobs. So to, you know, whoever got, Mm -hmm. wherever that came in, those four free jobs, literally, I'm not even kidding. In about five minutes, those jobs were gone. Wow. Yes. And so I had, and the reason I did that was number one, I wanted to have that because I had done it for lots of friends, but I had never done it in a stranger's home. And I thought, you know what, what's, I just want to try it and see how it works. And those four clients were so sweet. They loved what I did. They were all really busy mamas with lots of kiddos and crazy rooms that they just needed help with. And it was so satisfying to see and to know that, okay, I can do this. And literally from those four jobs, it's grown into this three, three years later. My, I had my third birthday in three June. years so, later, three years ago, you guys, and I quit teaching. Uh, I was working two days a week in the preschool. And last year was my last, I didn't teach at all last year. So last year, this is the third year of my business was the first year I went full time. Wow. So yeah. And it's, you so guys, you've been a whole year full time. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah, and you have what? 50,000 followers on I'm Instagram. I saw it. 49. 49. Yeah, so you're almost there. That's like yeah. so exciting. I know. And so it has been, it has been a crazy journey, but it's been so rewarding. And I was talking to my sister-in-law last night and I thought, I was telling her, I just feel like everything in my life has brought me to to this today and mm-hmm. I know that's true for most people that I just feel like I understand all areas of you know being a woman from having my own little kids mm-hmm. to helping other moms to now having grandchildren seeing my daughters what they're going through and reminding myself oh yes I went was there too and then also being in people's homes and helping busy businesswomen that both mom and dad work out of the house and they just need systems in their home mm-hmm. and helping teachers. I mean, last year at this time, I was helping teachers set up classrooms, not this year, but mm-hmm. uh, Unfortunately. So I, I know. And I love teachers. I loved having my own classroom. I loved helping the other teachers in my school, you know, get their rooms organized to run as best as, as they, you know, their days could go. And so I just feel like all of that together has come full circle mm-hmm. in my life now and I'm just it's just the sweet spot of my life I'm enjoying every aspect and it's just really it's been a really sweet journey this last three years that's so awesome and all of your skills that you've acquired even working with the uh, differently abled community have all led you to this path of having this vast amount of experience that you can work with and talk to. Yeah, and I'm so interested that you you did marketing for so long too. I learned so much when I, I was only marketing for three months and then I quit because it was the most stressful job I've ever had. Like (laughs) stress stress will do a number on you. And I don't know if you said it, but my boyfriend's mom, she's like, are you okay? Like you just look so tired whenever I come visit. I'm like, Oh, it's great. I love my job. But every day I wake up and I'm like, I got to do another day, another day. And so, but in that three months, I learned so much as far as like, you know, logo design, uh, uh, posters, you know, how to get your name out there. I'm so interested to hear like how that experience has helped you in your organizing business and starting your own business. Well, I had a wonderful boss back then. His name was Dan Fowler and he was such an encouraging mentor to me and the two things that I I mean I learned so much from him but the two Mm -hmm. big takeaways from him were plan your work and work your plan Mm -hmm. every single day Mm -hmm. you have to plan that list and then work that list and Mm -hmm. it seems like such a simple concept but it really is true and you as you guys know as organizers when things are planned out and things are have a systematic way of of working it really makes your day it just it takes away all the outside and you're like, nope, this mm-hmm. is my plan. This is what I'm doing. I'm not going to veer from it. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow. I'm not going to worry about yesterday. Today, this is the plan. That's so and then good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing about marketing is repetition, repetition, repetition. And I mm-hmm. was in radio sales at the time and, you know, there wasn't social media and there wasn't even all the different, you know, satellite TV that there was now. It was, it was a lot you know, simpler time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but repetition is what sells, you know, that sells at your business. And so for mm-hmm. me, when I started the Instagram, I just, I knew that, that every, somebody doesn't need me to be at their house every single day, but when they do decide they need an organizer, I wanted them to remember 
you know, oh yeah, that's Lisa. And she lives in McKinney because I'm in DFW and it makes me a local girl. It makes me feel like, oh, I know where McKinney is. And so I service all of DFW, even outside of the area. But I just feel like that's why I chose Neat Freak McKinney because I Mm -hmm. wanted to be, you know, I'm local. I'm your girl here in Dallas and McKinney. And so that philosophy of just repetition, repetition on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, and now I have Pinterest and then Google business reviews. Mm-hmm. Those are the four, and I've, you know, I've done a few sponsored posts here and there, but for the most part, I don't pay a dime for advertising. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like for us, like we're almost starting, we're not starting from ground zero because we have the following, you know, but like our website, we're getting a whole new website and we're definitely trying to, because like you are now, this past four years has been focusing on local community. Like we're literally sourcing, you know, Southern Oregon. But now rebranding, we're trying to get outside of that. We're like New York, Hollywood, and actually like travel. So I'm interested to hear like how, you know, you said you do all those things, Instagram, uh, your Google advertising. What's like been the biggest payoff for you as far as like marketing goes? And how do you like keep that up? Because I know a lot of people have, so many clients that they get from Instagram and then some people don't. Some people just use it as like their, you know, source of community or their portfolio. Their portfolio. Right. And that's all good. But and I feel like everybody's journey is different. But I also will say that what you put into it is what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. So I talk to a lot of organizers as you guys do. And some of our organizer friends literally hate that aspect of mm-hmm. having to push their business on social media. I personally love it. And I feel like that is where people get to know me. And so by doing my Instagram stories and just being myself and being, you know, I'm silly and weird sometimes. Hey, and, girl, so weird, so weird. I mean, I love it. It's just, you know, this is me. This is what you're going to get when you see me in your home. This is what you're going to get when you Zoom. This is what you're going to get if we do a virtual session. It's me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And this, and, mm-hmm. the, and I feel like that's what resonates with people. They just want real. Like mm-hmm. everybody can post the Pinterest pantry, but when they invite you into their home, they want to know who you are. They, mm-hmm. they want to know and trust the person that they're having come in. And that also for me has parlayed into my virtual sessions. And so mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit, it was just an easy transition for me to do that because when I first started three years ago, I had a follower in New York and she said, Oh, I wish I could afford to fly you out. I would love, love, love to have you come to my house. And she's like, but I can't afford you. So I just love your tips and you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so then I said, well, let's hop on a FaceTime call. And so literally that's how it started. And we hopped on a FaceTime call and she took me into her little space and I did the same thing I'm doing now. I sent her a step-by-step to-do list. Mm-hmm. Here are the links to things that I think would make that space work so much better for you. She asked me some design questions. And so I sent her those ideas with pictures. And literally, that's how the, my virtual session started. And so up until the pandemic, I was doing maybe one or two a month. Mm-hmm. During the pandemic, I was doing 10 a week. It was crazy. <laughs> Wow. Because people were home now and, and this is the time I'm going to reorganize my kitchen and pantry now. Yes. And yeah. they were like, everybody's home and everybody's driving me crazy. And, um, and I just need to set up some systems. <laughs> and the other thing that I noticed during the pandemic through the virtual sessions is 
like this. I got to see them face to face and we got mm-hmm. to like love on each other and say, how are you doing? How's this affecting you? How, how's your job? How are your kids? How, how's homeschooling or e-learning going? Um, I even had um, a virtual session from a sweet lady in the UK. And so she took me outside and showed me the UK and I took her outside and said, here's McKinney, Texas. And it it was just, you know, that personal touch of just being able to connect with people Mm -hmm. in in a way that we couldn't in person. And so I just, there's been so many like neat things like that that have happened. So that is kind of my journey in a nutshell. I love it. Yeah. And I love how like, I know a a lot of people have like a love hate relationship almost with like technology because I know at the very beginning of, you know, quarantine, everyone's like, Oh, I'm so tired of zoom. I'm so tired of zoom. But if you look at the positives and you're like, okay, how can I take this and turn it into something like bigger? Like exactly what you did. You're like, wow, now I can connect with people all across the world and do exactly what I'm doing now. And then that, I mean, I know that's happened with us. And before the quarantine, we were kind of already transitioning almost to do more online stuff because we know that's where it's going. Yeah. But it's so, so important. And it's such a great tool to use. Technology, technology in general. Yeah. Even though we hate it sometimes. Like we have yes. <laughs> little yeah. techie problems before we started this podcast. But when it, but we love it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're able to reach so many more people. Like I know you are. You're just reaching yeah. out to people that you never would have been able to. Exactly. And just like how you guys started the organizers rise. I mean, that was such a beautiful, beautiful thing for all of us to be able to, like, you know, bounce ideas off each other. And I've met so many more organizers mm-hmm. through that. Yes. And yeah. You know, yeah. broaden my horizons there and just being able to see other people and, and hear their story, just the depth of relationships, you know, for me with all those other women I met through your guys' organizers rise was just astonishing. And it just makes me so proud of our community. I just love how we all support each other. Mm-hmm. We're all about women supporting women. We are happy when other people have success. We cry when they have hard times, like what you guys went through with Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. Feel the support of all yeah. of the people around you when that happened. Oh my gosh. We had so much love from that. People calling us, just yeah. randomly calling. I, you know, we, you're, I'm just, I'm in your rise group or uh-huh. I just saw what happened and they, they text us or they'll email yeah. us and yeah. just sending out all of this love and support. And we just felt, yeah. I mean, we were in tears sometimes from yeah. And like the day that we got it back, there was like so many comments. Like I was like, you guys are so nice. Like, I was like, thank you. Like it was so, yeah, that was so yeah, crazy. It was like was we had a baby car. or something, you know? Yes. Well, it's so funny because I had gone through that journey with you guys and I was uh-huh. sitting in my car. I always get to my clients early and I always like hop on and do a story or I'll mm-hmm. check my email and kind of do a little work. And I just hopped on Instagram and I saw you and I literally screamed out loud. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we came back on, we were at a job and we were packing yeah. a, a yes. couple to get ready to move. And then I hear Stetson, she, cause she was packing things in the garage and then I hear her in her truck and she's talking and then she's, I'm like, what's going on? And then, yeah, I was like I, screaming. Yeah. Yes. I was like in the car, like getting it back, going through the whole thing. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can listen to our previous podcast. I think it's number three, number four oh, well, of our hacking experience. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, um, number three. Yeah. that was a great story. 
and your mom's in there packing has no idea what's going right. on. And our, and our client's literally sitting there like in her chair, you know, and so I, I'm in there, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. And there's this, there's this guy literally working on his car right next to me. And I was like, thank you, thank you. We're back, we're back. And I'm literally just like looking, like seeing what, what's there. And I come in, I was like, we're back. And the client's like, what's going on? And she's like, yeah. And, and the client's just like, what's going on? Like, are you guys okay? Because we were so, so excited and just oh. like dumbfounded almost. But it was a collective scream across America. Yes. <laughs> we all did the wave. Yes. But I think that's so cool because like going back to the social media thing, because like, like, like we said, we have a love-hate relationship with Instagram, especially, especially after going through that. Because it's like we work on this for, I think it was two and a half years, working on building it up, building it up. And then it's just gone in one second. But so there's definitely plus and minuses, but the community aspect and like we were saying, being able to connect with people like all around the world and, and having you guys celebrate with us, having you guys like cry with us. It's just so There cool. was a gal that, that emailed us about, she has some family. It turns out they're in another state. They're not in Oregon, but she was looking for some resources to help them move when they were ready to move. Oh. I love, I follow the clutter bee on Instagram. That's how she phrased it. And then she's just, I, I was so sad when your account went away and I'm so happy you got it back. And yeah. And it's those relationships that yeah. are just like so cool. I want to go back to something that you said at the very beginning when you were, when you were just deciding to, to do your, start your business. And you're just like, I just woke up one day and I just decided to do that. And I feel like with so many things, you know, we were talking about in our previous podcast about making the decision to like do something that you've always wanted to do. Like, have you always wanted to do a podcast? You know, have you always wanted to do something? Have you always wanted to start your own business? Mm -hmm. But I feel like the number one thing that's the hardest is just making that decision to do it and starting. Because sometimes yeah. people, they want to make that decision, but they yeah. feel like they have to have so many things in place right? Yeah. before I they make the decision. And we, we know just through personal development, and you probably know too, until you make that decision, it's right. not going to happen. It's so was, Yeah, so how was that process for you? Because you're like, I just woke up one day and I was doing it. Like, did you plan ahead? Like, how did that go? Because I think that's just so cool. Or did you just say, I'm today. I have my business cards. I make copies. <laughs> but their cards were horrible. I know. You had like yes. three or four to choose from and they were yeah, all like now really it's gone paper. Crazy. <laughs> I know. Real card stock. So <laughs> it started for me like when I really decided to do it was that spring break. And so I had gone mm -hmm. to visit my kids that live in Wisconsin. My son and his wife live up there. And we were sitting outside. We went on a hike. So beautiful mm -hmm. up there. And we were sitting outside at a coffee shop just talking. And I said, okay, guys, I'm going to run this by you. Tell me what you think. And I had already chosen the name Neat Freak back in 2006. And darn it if another company didn't trademark that, but that's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> and, well, you know that that's a company now. Like they sell, it's Neat Freak if you look it up. But anyway, um, so I'm like, how? what do you guys think, Neat Freak McKinney? And so I mm -hmm. kind of just told them what I wanted to do. And they were like, mom, that sounds so cool. You just need to do it. And I talked to my husband and I talked to my daughter and, uh -huh. and everybody was just really encouraging. And I literally did not know what I was doing. I didn't have my LLC yet. I literally wanted to just 
see if it would take off because I thought, you know, if it's meant to be, it's going to be, if it's not, it's okay. This is a fun journey. I'll still have mm-hmm. my Instagram page and you know, I'll just whatever. And when it took off, I was like, holy smokes, here we go. So, you know, I had my web page, which was not very good, <laughs> but, it, but it served its purpose. You know, exactly. I hired someone to help me upgrade it. And it just, it looks, I love what she did. And then I got my LLC and, mm-hmm. you know, then it just, kind, then I just started you know, reaching out to other organizers and they would reach out to me. And then this community was born. And then it was just like, I feel like, you know, I grew up with some of these organizers that we started at the same time and we just Uh helped each other out and championed each other and did giveaways together, you know? And so I really have learned as I grew and, you know, I don't know if I would do it differently. I might, but that's my story and Uh that's what's worked for me. And as you guys know, literal blood, sweat, and tears have happened oh along the way. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah. And we just then, figure it out. And if we yes. come into a wall or a snag, we just go around it or go over it or through yes. it. Sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I would be standing in people's kitchens and I would literally go, oh my gosh, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> And I'm like, those clients were so gracious and so kind. And they just were so appreciative that I was there helping them mm-hmm. that they wouldn't, they didn't notice. But now I look back and I have a really good laugh. When I go, when I go down the rabbit hole of my own Instagram, I die laughing because my first post was how to keep your outside trash can clean. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. That is amazing. And I'm like, it's trash day. Let's just talk about how I keep my trash can. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, you just have to, like, start. You know what I mean? Like, you just you have just, to start. You don't and, like, we've been learning. Like, we've done a lot of coaching programs and stuff. And they're like, never delete your old content. Because then people can see where you've come and, like, see your journey and be like, okay, hey, I was here. My first post was about a trash can. But now look at where I am. I'm doing brand sponsorships. Like, you can do it, too. You know, that's where, like, that authenticity comes in. Yeah. I think it's so, so important. But it's hard because you have all these, like, you know, self-doubts or whatever. And, you know, it's hard to put yourself out there. You're like, that's stupid. I don't want that on here just in case someone scrolls. No, just leave it up. Like, it's so, so important. Yes. And I have. I I, want to say that I did delete the trash can post. But I I left everything else. You archived it. Maybe, oh, I did. I archived it. So maybe I'll pop it back. Well, now there. people are going to be looking for it. So I know you can it. go on Lisa can Instagram and be freaking Penny and see if it scroll all the way down. Or she's going to have, you're going to have it in a story, maybe. <laughs> I think I will. I think that it's time to go back down the, but no, it's just been really neat along the way. And I just feel like, you know, I look back and laugh, but that was my heart at that time. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's, I mean, that's just like you said, you just start where you start and then let it grow and, and learn. That's the thing mm-hmm, is don't mm-hmm. always keep learning. And the other thing I love about this community is before I used to post the before pictures and then scroll to the after picture. And an organizer in Canada reached out to me and she was like, Hey, Lisa, I love your work. I love, you know, your befores and afters, but can I just give you just a quick tip? And I was like, sure. And I was just honored that she even like messaged me and Mm -hmm. she was like, 
I think you need to put your best foot forward and then put the F, mm -hmm, you know, the before mm -hmm. pick second. She was like, you're an organizer. And when they come to your page, if they see a bunch of clutter, they're going to be right. like, hmm. But, and so <laughs> I, yes. that was like the sweetest thing that she did for me. And mm -hmm. I took it to heart and I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And I did. Mm -hmm. So every step of the way, I listened to what other people gave me as feedback and mm -hmm. I was still true to myself. Like I still did things the way I wanted to, but I did take those little nuggets of information and put them into my own. So, right. I think that's so important, especially like as business owners too, because I feel like we, a lot of us feel like we have to do everything by ourselves. I mean, and I feel like a lot of us do. That's been an interesting process for us because now that we're going through this whole rebrand, we're actually passing a lot more of that off when before when we had the clutter B, you know, we did the website, we did the Instagram, we did the marketing, logo, the, the, the logo, literally every single thing was yeah. us, our blood, sweat and tears, like what you said, yep. <laughs> yeah. but it's, you know, Pat, we're able to pass those things off. But again, we're able to like learn from other people too, and then implement what we're learning from those people, which I think is so cool. And then being able to ask for help too. Yes. I think yeah. it's a huge one. And, and knowing like, Hey, I'm not good at this. You are? Right. Can I talk to you about it? Right. And just accepting that you're not good at it. Or we can't be good at everything. And thinks so, even with each other. Like yes. she, you see her on Instagram stories way more than me, yes. unless she's doing a story with the two of us. Right. But, you know, it's that repetition, and she's thinking about it, she's good Do at it. Do you want to be on more it. Instagram stories? I really I left out. More <laughs> no, I think that's so, so cool. And I know I can get on there and do my own stories. Yeah. I should be doing. Yeah, well, I do have <laughs> It, I mean, you guys are together, and I think, you know, like, I'm with you, Sets, and I feel comfortable doing that, but at the very beginning, oh, my gosh, my kids would, like, they would comment on my Instagram stories. They were like, Mom. <laughs> You're like, this is embarrassing. Why are you on here? Like, social media, you know? But, yeah, that's how it is, though. Like, it's so – and you're just talking about this on one of our previous podcasts. Like, when you're first going on video or you're, you know, talking or even, even if it's yeah. your, like, just voice and not yourself, like, it's so nerve-wracking. It's downright really scary. That's why we put some of the things on the rise too. About this is a safe place to yes. do this kind of thing, but to but just get so out there and do it, you don't yeah. know. You can't get better unless you do it. And you have exactly. to go through those baby steps yes. of yes. being awkward, of stumbling yes. over your words. Now we just talked about this in a podcast, but we had scripts mm -hmm. for our very first story with post-it notes Literally. on the wall behind on the us. wall. It was the wait, awesome. wait, who you? Let's start over. I mean, it took us for like a 15 second story. Oh. <laughs> but you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You, know? you have to start at the beginning and then work your way through those hard knocks. Yeah. And, and, way and it gets to the point where it just becomes second nature. And mm -hmm. so now when I'm in a pantry, I'm just like, okay, here it is. And you just do it. And, and I don't edit it anymore. I just like, if I blub up, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. this is me and who cares? You know, it's like learning to drive a car, isn't it? Especially yes. a manual transmission. Like you're trying yes. to do all these things with a clutch, and, <laughs> you know, and shift. Yes. And, and then how do I even begin to listen to the radio? Oh, I know. No. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, but it's all, I think it's all part of our own stories. And I think it, mm -hmm. it's what makes us feel that our clients can approach us, you know. And you have a great, crazy story. We love it. Yeah. Crazy. I do have one more question because I, I think I'd love to hear, like you said, you did marketing, right? You were a teacher and all those things. And like we were saying before, everyone's been through this crazy journey. 
I mean, we've learned things all along the way, even if it looks terrible, like when we got hacked or when I had that terrible marketing job, like I learned so much within that time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. how has like, what do you think from like each individual job, if you could do that, like what, what have you taken away and been able to apply to your business? Does that make sense? No, it totally makes yeah. sense. And yeah. I, and I have the perfect answer for you because in the beginning I wanted to people please so much and so badly that I didn't value what I was bringing to my client. And at some time, you know, I didn't trust myself where I'm like, okay, I can't charge that much. I don't, you know, this mm -hmm. or I don't that. And then I had, you know, I always say I have a hundred amazing clients and three stinky ones, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. those three stinky clients that were really not very nice to me now that I look back at it, mm -hmm. you know, really taught me, okay, you know what? That's not okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, doing the best that I can. And I don't think that's very nice. You know, I, I didn't say that to them at the time, but in, now that I'm past all that, I'm like, no, that's that. I don't, that's mm -hmm. not, I don't like that. And I, I don't want to be, you know, treated that way. And right. So yeah, all of those stinky things that happened along the way just actually fueled my fire to be more confident and to say, mm -hmm. I, I do a really good job. I know in my heart that I've done everything I can to make this work for you and to make it work for your family and to create systems that last, not just mm -hmm. a pantry, but mm -hmm. I have a set of systems that will work in the long haul. Because if you're calling me back every three months, it's not, I haven't done my job. So mm -hmm. all of those, what I look back and like the tears, leaving a client's home and crying all the way mm -hmm. home. Yeah. But it ha what just happened? You know, those things all are now, like I look back and they, they've all been good things. Right. And you're like, that's why that happened. Yeah. Because yeah. so you, you can find the lesson in there. Yes. And so if you're listening to this podcast and you're just getting started, don't be afraid of making a mistake. You know, mm -hmm. it's, no matter what, it's going to happen. No, oh, yeah. Nobody's perfect. We're not perfect. You know, we provide a service, but we're not perfect people. And so sometimes mistakes happen or sometimes, you know, communication messes up. But just if you trust your gut and you trust your heart and you know this is your calling, you know this is your gift give that gift away to, you know, help other people and you will be rewarded. Because we all that. come from that passion of wanting to help others. Yes. All of the home organizers, that's why we do what we do yes. so we can help and serve others. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, yeah, what you said before, like it's all about persistence and repetition. Like you're saying repetition, repetition. It's all about like persist. Like if you look at any successful business owner, any business owner, they'll always say, I went bankrupt or I lost this. We're like, well, I hope that doesn't happen to me. But there's so many things that they've been through. But it looks lost like our Instagram. But account. when you look at their <laughs> right, but when you look, you know, like on social media, for instance, you think it's just this perfect, you know, yellow brick road, right. but but mm -hmm. it's really not. And, it's the hard knocks, yeah. Right, but it's that persistence to just say, okay, you know what? I failed. I might not see what I'm going to learn from it now because it's hard, but I'm going to see what I'm going to learn from it later mm -hmm. and then just keep going and then just like take that next step. Which yeah. I yes. so and hard. just know that you've done your best because mm -hmm. sometimes that's, you know, when we've had a few stinky situations <laughs> that when we talk to each other and I'm the one, like I'll lose sleep over it sometimes. Yeah, me it too. just hurts my heart mm -hmm. that something's yeah. happened. But the next day we, we say, well, we did our very, very best. And yes. we tried to write the situation the best yes. that we could. Right. And then we just 
you have to you have on. to let it go. Mm-hmm. You, do, you yeah. have to just move on. You can't get stuck back there. Mm-hmm. But exactly. just yeah. count it all as a blessing because if this is really your passion, it's going to work out. If that's what your heart desire is to do, it's going to work mm-hmm. out. So. And just make the decision like you did. One day you woke up and I'm doing it. I yes. love it. Well, Lisa, it's been so fun to chat with you today. And um, this is the One Crazy Journey podcast. We know you shared something crazy with us before, but we'd love to know, is there anything else crazy that you'd like to share with us today before well, we get off. One, <laughs> okay. One time I was up on a ladder and I was reaching to the top, trying to like make it work, whatever. I think I was putting a purse up on the top shelf and I had my little ladder and all of a sudden I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, no. ladder. Oh, and no. I ripped my yoga pants. I had a bruise <laughs> like this big and I'm like, did anybody see me? The next day I was so sore, but I'm like, my, and my husband's like, honey, what did you do? That for? <laughs> but it's just like, that's just my, per- I'm just, I love it. But I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I hope they don't have a camera in the closet. Cause I said, <laughs> You're like, please, please. I'm sure it's the most comical thing to watch. Like literally boom, 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 boom down the ladder. <laughs> I know, especially nowadays with so many people with cameras all like in every room oh, of their house. They're just like, yes. then later you're going to see it go viral, look on YouTube yes. or something. Yes. Like the- <laughs> and that, so twice I've ripped my yoga pants. The other time I was helping oh. a bachelor set up his apartment and I was vacuuming and somehow the vacuum thing got stuck on my yoga pants and ripped it. Oh, and I'm like, oh my word, oh my god. Get out and thank goodness I had a sweatshirt. I tied it, but I'm like, You're thinking, oh. how am I gonna walk out of here with dignity with <laughs> yeah. my yoga pants all ripped? Oh my goodness, that is too good. Oh, that's, that's, I'm a mess. I love it, Lisa. That's perfect. That's a perfect <laughs> way to end this one crazy journey podcast. Yes. So where can our listener follow you? Please share okay. all your social medias. Her her Instagram account is absolutely amazing. So if you're and your website you. is really attractive. Yes. Yeah. So where can yeah. everyone find you on your socials? So Neat Freak McKinney, McKinney, Texas. NeatFreakMcKinney.com is my website. And then at NeatFreakMcKinney on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook. So perfect. Well, it's been so fun to chat with you, Lisa. Thanks so much for sharing your crazy journey with us. (laughs) And for having me, you guys. Yes, we're so so grateful for your friendship. You and and same with you guys. I it's a mutual admiration. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop on over to our Instagram at everything.envy and follow us there so you can keep up with the rebrand. And on a side note, we often make references in our episode about the programs, books, and other tools that we love. And if you'd like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode to find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination...